0: Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about. we really need to. So come on in. Close the door. Join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. I've been really troubled lately listening to the many stories and watching the many examples of leadership, not only in this country, in the United States, but also around the world. So a few weeks ago, I was watching uh, the tail end of the January 6th committee, which is the investigation or the unpacking of what happened with the, the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. And I was continuing to be really mortified, honestly, by the conduct that was revealed but more importantly, I started to really think about what does it mean to be a leader? What does it mean that your words really do matter? What does it mean that when you lead, that people will follow you no matter what you're doing? People will follow you. Someone will follow you. And what does it mean to be a leader that has so much influence that you can lead people against their better instincts? Against their principles against their values? What does it mean to be that type of leader? But more importantly, what does it mean to follow people who are, maybe even for their own self-aggrandizement, for their own power, for their own intentions, their own beliefs, that they're leading people in a way that is actually destructive? Now, I'm sure some of you listening may completely argue with my point. And that's fine. And that's actually what it's supposed to be about, that you can argue with me but not attempt to diminish or deny or undermine what I'm saying. What is important is that I believe that our country, the United States, has entered into a crisis of leadership. So why is this important? I was listening to one of the officers, um, Officer Fanon, who, um, as he says in his own words, that he was a a conservative, he voted for um, former uh, President Trump, he believed in everything that he was about, right up until he was in the middle of fighting to protect not only his life, well, really, he ended up fighting to protect his life against people who Had been so whipped into this fervor and belief that they had set their principles aside, that they had set aside the Constitution and the country that many of them had fought for. Some people in that crowd were um, politicians, some were police officers, some were retired police officers, some of them were veterans, active duty service members. And he spoke recently about his experience of having been someone who really supported many of the ideas and ideology in the crowd, to becoming someone that nobody cared what he believed, that he was just an impediment um, in the middle and in the way of an objective, which was to assault the Capitol and to potentially harm and or kill our elected officials because they weren't doing what one or two people had decided should be done. And had gotten many, many other people involved in. I say this because one of the things that he said struck me and resonated with me so deeply. He said, "There are so many leaders that he listened to." He said, "They lack courage." He said, "So many of them just lacked courage." And I had seen and, and had been seeing the same thing and having that own conversation with myself, but what was powerful about his story and continues to be powerful about his story is that he has suffered tremendously. He can no longer work as a result of being almost killed. He can no longer... um, He's suffering from post-traumatic stress. He is suffering from physical pain, emotional pain. I, I can't imagine his experience being assaulted by the very people that he believed their beliefs, but he was nothing more than an impediment. But what's even more tragic and where I'm coming in on this conversation is as we watch aspects of the January 6th committee, I am shocked, literally, by the people who now say under deposition that They were trying to, they didn't believe in what was happening. They were trying to turn things in a different direction. But I remember some of those very same people, Attorney General William Barr, to be one, who came out publicly and would say, it's not a hoax, the election was never stolen, and you know, whatever, he would go on in this, in this way that would just cause you to go, what, what is he talking about? How can he believe this? But now behind the scenes, we find out that he absolutely told people that it was BS. And those are his words. And so, but he lacked the courage to publicly come out in the middle of when it was all happening and say, this is bullshit. He failed to do that. And as we hear voice after voice after voice under deposition saying that it was not true, that certain things that were happening to our democracy, to our country, was just absolutely not true. It was fabricated. I just had to think, just like Officer Fanon, where is the courage in leadership? Where is the moral compass in leadership? Because at the, the, at the, the reality is, is that too many people knew that... They were going against their very instincts as leaders. They were being silent when it was so necessary for them to use their voices, that they were believing in people without facts, literally without facts, but when they were told that there were facts, they just believed the statements. I'm appalled that so many Americans, and this is not about politics, this is frankly about leadership, is that I'm appalled that so many of us listen to people who are not, they're not researchers, they're not pulling together diverse points of view. They're not doing that. And that has always been, I believe, at least when I was growing up, that was the hallmark of America. Various perspectives that gave us a fuller picture of the world around us so we could make better decisions. I don't. It's not so, it's so easy, I think, to just say social media is to blame. No, I don't believe that anymore. I believe that social media is definitely playing a part in the undoing of our democracy. But I also believe that people are abdicating their responsibility to really educate themselves from multiple voices. If you only take your news or information from one voice, and you listen to that over and over and over that is what you will believe that is just a fact if, but if you take various perspectives then you have a fuller picture and that is what i believe leadership is all about we have to be we have to be balanced or stand in the middle of a situation and get both perspectives if we're in an office environment we cannot just take one person's complaint as the gospel as the truth We are responsible for investigating and figuring out both sides. And most importantly, that when we discover that there is something that even violates our own understanding or the beliefs that we desire to have, that we must have the courage to use our voices, to use our power, to speak the truth. And the truth is not one sided, the truth is the perspectives of multiple influences, multiple ideas. Getting back to a lack of courage. I don't know where leaders are going. Many leaders, and those are the public leaders. And it's most important because our public leaders shape our everyday leaders. They shape our children's perspectives of what's right. If you ever have, like we have a 12 year old and he watches the news with us and he has these debates with me about what he sees. But he also sees the lack of courage. He points it out. It's as clear as day to a child when people are not telling the truth. It's as clear as day to a child when people are leading with their ego versus leading with empathy. It is clear as day when people are completely immersed in a particular ideology or stance that makes one group of people better than another group of people. Children can see it, what's happening with adults. Now, courage. It is very difficult. I watch a a lot of leaders, and I wonder myself if I were in their position. If I was the attorney general of the United States of America, and I had a president who desperately wanted to control and hold on to power, would I have had the courage looking at all the facts given to me by multiple different perspectives, would I have had the courage and the conviction to say that is wrong? Knowing that my career could be demolished, knowing that my reputation could be demolished, as it maybe it was. But would I have the conviction and the courage? Would I understand that what is right is what is right? I would hope that I would. And I would hope that I would be principled enough or that I would connect with my principles in a powerful enough way that I would understand that I could shape and form my, my rationale in such a way that those people who needed someone to be a beacon of light, to be a beacon of courage, could hear my words, hear my voices. I just know that if we continue to produce leaders that lack courage, that those who are egocentric, ego-driven, self-absorbed, narcissistic, opinionated that only their way is the right way, that if we do not begin to stand and demonstrate more courage, that if we do not call bullshit on the situations and the things around us that are just absolutely not right, that our leadership of our families, of our communities, of our country will be more and more eroded. Where are the voices? Where are the voices of courage? Where are the voices that speak against those voices that seek to demolish and dismantle who we are, who we are as ethical people, who we are as people with a strong moral compass, who we are as principled people of integrity, of honesty, of commitment, of conviction. I just hope and pray that I can be a leader, that I am the leader, that is courageous in the face of such overwhelming such overwhelming situations of anger and the in- expressed intention to unravel and unpack who we are as a people in this country in the US courage is desperately needed today i ask you to think about these three questions. Are you a leader who leads with your heart? Do you lead with empathy? Do you take the time to look at multiple sides, get information from both sides or from the three sides of an issue and make a a studied and reflective decision? Are you a leader who acts against groupthink? groupthink? is really beginning to destroy our communities. It's beginning to destroy our values as a country. Are you leading in a way that you are truly proud of? Do you go home at night proud of the decisions that you've made because they advance all of humanity? Everyone gets advanced are you a courageous leader? Do you stand against things that are destructive? I ask you, I ask you to reflect on that because it is more critical today for us to begin to right-size ourselves, to begin to push back against the voices that are seeking to silence ethical, courageous. Leaders, I ask you to reflect. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website leaderstransform.com continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.